Welcome back to the Chase Brewster Show. I am your host, Chase Brewster. Today we have a very, very special guest, someone uh, who has become a pillar of the community in Texarkana, someone who you have seen on every sidelines and at every uh, sporting event here in Texarkana for our youth athletes, and someone who I am very, very blessed to call a friend. Today's guest is Texarkana Game Day president and founder, uh, founder of Phone Pros and entrepreneur by trade, Morgan Smith. How are you doing today, Morgan? Doing great, brother. I appreciate that uh, grand in- introduction. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, you know, you do so much for the community. You've done so much for me and my family. And, you know, the whole concept of this show, uh, there's a couple at this point. But one of them is, you know, people that I consider really good friends getting to tell their story. And, uh, you know, I like to think we have a lot of listeners and, and hopefully – uh, you know, we can do you justice as you do the community and all of your friends and athletes in Texarkana uh, every week by, by getting to tell their story. Hopefully we can tell your story and kind of the man behind the camera and, and let the world know that, uh, you know, kind of everything you've accomplished with you and your beautiful family. So I appreciate you coming on today. Thanks for having me. So when, you know, when when you think about Texarkana game day, you obviously think about Morgan Smith, but there's not a whole lot out there by design about the Morgan Smith. You know, it's kind of a, um, you know, it's kind of a a mystery at times. And and obviously our friendship is very deep. So I know a little more than most, but, you know, even trying to be a good podcast host and and get some information together and, and, you know, Google's not really my friend today because the only thing I found was that you could dunk a basketball in high school, apparently. Uh, That's very true. No, no problem dunking basketball in high school, which is very, newsworthy and very clickbaitish for my show and I'm appreciative of that information but there's just so much more underneath that man so you, uh, you, found, take that, me. you found that on Google I didn't, yeah, I, didn't, go- I didn't check Google out who's writing that stuff about me well it was uh I, I don't really remember honestly but obviously uh very good basketball player, football player growing up. You grew up in the Longview area, ended up graduating from Spring Hill. So uh, kind of take me through the young Morgan Smith and days of growing up on the farm and kind of kind of talk to me how we ended up in college and eventually ended up in Texarkana on this entrepreneurial drive that you're currently on. Yeah, man, dude, I had a great childhood. Um, two amazing parents, um, you know, never missed a uh, sporting event I ever had. I mean, um you know, I, mean, I I have nothing bad to say about my childhood. My dad and I have never been in an argument. I mean, to this day, um, anything I wanted to do, they made sure it happened. Uh, and, you know, a, a thing that kind of sounds odd, like one of the biggest people's had an impact on my life was a little league coach, my first little league coach, J.L. Armstrong, keep in touch with uh, him and his son to this day. And uh, it's amazing these relationships you have through sports just you know joel's coaching uh at high school down in houston now and you keep up with these guys and um you know i was very fortunate i've never had a bad coach in my entire career and a lot of that you know we grew up in a different time man. it was very coachable um and there ain't a whole lot you can say to me that's gonna 
upset me at this point in my life, but definitely then, man, I took some ass chewings and, uh, and I can remember a lot of them to this day. And, you know, I just grew up playing in Longview ISD, um, later on in high school career, had to transfer to Spring Hill, had a very successful career there, uh, when played at Henderson state, um, got into the corporate world and worked for Verizon Wireless. How I ended up here in Texarkana, took a position up here, decided, you know, um, wanted to do my own thing, open phone pros that led into me opening TXK marketing and game day kind of happened on a whim. And man, like, here we are, you know, I would never believe it would uh, have grown into anything, much less what it has. It's definitely, you know, a couple things for me in the beginning from afar. Now as a guy who, who stops by from time to time, for one, it's crazy to think this is only year four, I believe. It might not mm-hmm. be 100% accurate, but four-ish. It feels like it's been, you know, 10-plus years. Um, but also, just just in today's world, we forget how successful TSK Marketing was before COVID. Like, COVID kind of mm-hmm. changed it for you. But, I mean, you really probably don't get your just on opening three successful businesses because not that it's still not successful, but – you know, COVID kind of changed how marketing was done, especially on the hospital side. So um, not mm-hmm. only are, have you given back to the athletic side of, of Texarkana, you've, you're, you're one of the very rare people that has started three separate businesses and um, they, they've all been very successful. And that's very, very statistically uncommon in today's world or any world. How do you think you were able to, to keep all three and, even to this day, I mean, you got some other stuff that some people know, but how do you think you were able to keep all three afloat and all successful without one pulling from the other? Well, you know, it depends how you define success. Uh, you know, the biggest hindrance for me in business is, you know, game day takes so much time. Um, and, you know, game day is more like a it's, – it's personal to me because it's something I care about. I genuinely enjoy seeing good people do well. And, you know, the time commitment it takes – I don't think your average person understands. And that's not just me. I mean, we're talking my wife, my kids, the guys that make game day go, you know, Donovan, Doty, you know, our full-time guys, the guys before them, Aaron Whitehead, when I opened game day, he was hired for TXK marketing and he hadn't been here a week. And I'm like, Hey, we're going to do this game day thing. You enter out, you know? Um, and you know, like, you know, Cam, Nick, all the guys along the way that have helped. I mean, I got guys chase that, have never been paid by game day. Jay Davis shows up every Friday. Anytime we need him to do things, you call baseball games for us. It's not just me. It's a big network of guys. And to get back to the success part, I mean, I think success is how you define it. You know, I mean, like you define it by how much money you make or how the impact you're making on the community. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have some, uh, some people in my life that, you know, I look up to and, you know, I look at things they're doing in the community, you know, like for instance, uh, the easy one would be like Dr. Young, you know, I, I watch him and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be with that around him a lot. And some of the things he's been able to accomplish that have nothing to do with money. Um, he's just a, a guy in our community that people love. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to be something like that. Uh, it just to have three businesses, I guess, to get, get to it, you know, one of them or maybe two, you better have great people working with you or it's just not going to work. You know, phone pros, I've had Brandon here since the day we opened the doors. Um, you know, game day, you know, the guy that kind of runs everything for us is uh, Zach Doty, and you know Doty real well. Um, he's not even really just the behind-the-scenes guy. He's on camera doing a lot of things, and a lot of the stats you see or all the stats you see are going to come from him. You know, my role 
um, it's not really, I don't really want to be the face of anything, if that makes sense. I feel like it's defeated our, if I'm the face of something, it's defeated our purpose, which is to promote the kids in our area, get these kids in college, if that's their goal. But either way, give them a Division One experience at the high school level. And I feel like, you know, that's been the goal from day one. We're still accomplishing that and uh, want to continue accomplishing that. You know, the marketing side, that's just something, you know, I feel like I'm personally, you know, blessed to be able to do and be decent at and, um, I think that'll continue on no matter what I do. And through game day, I'm assuming through game day, you have essentially developed a passion for photography as well and, and putting a lot of time into it. And, you know, you look at your Instagram and your social media, you, you went to countless places, Yellowstone and Alaska and all these places and just phenomenal um, photos of wildlife. And you've done NFL games, 49ers recently, and I think you're headed to Green Bay soon. Take me through some of that as, uh, you know, these passions, game day and, and technology has led to other passions, or was that something that was always in you? No, it was, it was the photography thing happened because we needed it to happen. Um, we were, you know, a lot of the graphics we put out, like game day, like I'm not going to put something out if it is like not meet our quality of content. And a lot of that, you know, you got to have quality pictures. You can't have blurry pictures. And, you know, we were using other people's photos and they were fine. And they were great. It's just, man, we had to have something that was our own. Like we had to have a database of the players that we controlled. And, you know, I, I spent some money on equipment and a lot of this, you know, I don't like calling games. You got to kind of know what you're good at. I wasn't good at calling games. I didn't want to just stand behind a camera behind, for an entire game. We had great people that were already um, producing the games. So, I, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to do something on a Friday night other than watch other people play. So I was like, man, I'll, I'll just, I'll do this. And, you know, I just kept buying and buying and buying equipment. And, uh, but, you know, with that being said, you know, we're, we're doing it for the community. We're doing it for the families, for the kids. Like the, they're getting professional sports photography for nothing it costs them nothing um and we're getting and what we get out of that is you know it's paid for by our sponsors um but we get the best graphics you can possibly get it looks just like the colleges use and a lot of that we have to have high quality photos so that's the reason i've invested you know at this point over 100 grand in camera equipment and for me i was i was a hunter growing up and i just don't get that thrill anymore of going and killing something you know, I haven't had that desire to do that in a really long time. But what I do enjoy doing is I do go, I do, do enjoy going to really unique places, really remote locations. And for me to even be there, uh, Chase, you can't even really go to some of these locations without providing a legitimate reason. You're either hunting, hiking, or doing wildlife photography. And that's kind of uh, I took a trip to Yellowstone in 2021, I believe, in spring of 2021. It completely, I'm not going to say changed my life, but it changed my outlook. Like, man, I've got to travel. Like, there are so many unique places. And to follow that trip up, going to Alaska and going to Brooks Falls, which is really famous uh, for the bears there, and getting five foot from a wild bear, which sounds crazy. And, I mean, you know, you've seen the videos, and it is crazy but you have to be there to experience it. Like it's like, there's no other place like it on earth. And you know, this last uh, September, I went to Brooks Falls again, but I went on a more remote trip. Had the only way you get there was by a float plane. They drop you off, leave you. Um, and those were really, really wild bears. And I had some really crazy experiences on that trip. And, um, but if I'm not doing photography, I have no reason to be there. 
you know, and it's not like I have people offer to buy the photos and this and that. And I'll, I typically don't even charge people for them, but like what I get out of it, I get a cool story. I get to go to some of the most remote places our country has to offer. And it looks like going forward with the purchase for the camper van, um, we're going to be able to get out and get really remote areas, stay there longer. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to some of the adventures I have coming up. You got any other destination wildlife uh, places on your on your bucket list? Uh, yeah, I definitely want to. Uh, I got to go to the Arctic Circle. Uh, polar bear, you know, I've, I've photographed almost all kinds of bears at this point. Uh, North America has to offer got to do a polar bear uh, it's a different kind of experience um it's a you know, there's, there's got to be a level of danger to it for me to just really get excited you know it's one thing you know i i have like the biggest lens they make it's one thing to be 300 yards away from something it's another thing to be 15 feet away from a a, a predator you know like a, a top of the food chain predator and getting some of these shots that like you're getting because you're there and it's you know it's safe ish you know um, but that's kind of like my, my thrill. And if I go out like that, I'm completely okay with it. Well, hopefully you don't go out like that. So, uh, I, I know you got a big, big, uh, trip coming up a couple months to Yellowstone where you're taking the van and, and some of the new equipment. So hopefully we'll be on the lookout for, uh, even more wildlife pictures coming up. And you also got some, uh, some other NFL games coming up. So take me through that experience on doing the NFL games. Obviously that's, that's not normal. That's, uh, very hard to do and, and not really to bring myself into this, but, you know, both of us kind of live in this circle where we do things that I think people on the outside think it's normal or for granted or, you know, but like there's nothing normal about getting access to the sideline of NFL games. It is completely not normal. It's uh very, you know, newsworthy to have someone from Texarkana do that. Not only have you done it for the 49ers and, and maybe another team or two, but now you're going to Green Bay. So take me through that. And are there any other teams that you're hoping to shoot with um, in the future? And also, uh, we don't really got to talk too much about it because there is a business side of it. But how cool was it when like a local or not local, actually, but a national uh, card company reached out to you about using some of your photos recently? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I think the goal for anyone who takes, you know, either a hobby or a passion serious is to do it at the highest level possible. Uh, and for me, you know, um, that's the NFL. And, you know, I did the 49ers Chiefs games last year. I did one game last year. Um, I'll have five scheduled this year. Uh, the Chargers, Green Bay is the next one coming up. Um, you know, I'll get some playoff games this year. And the ultimate goal is to, you know, shoot a Super Bowl. Um, that would be my Super Bowl, obviously. Um, and, you know, really for me, it's, it's the experience. Like, man, I get to watch the best in the world do what they do from field level. Um, you know, you get to see these photos you've taken be used nationally. Um, the players using them on their social media. Um, there's just a it, – it's a it's a cool experience. You know, this last time I was at 49ers, I was there the day before. Um, got to hang out with the team. You know, the starting quarterback, Brock Purdy, made my son a video. Um, get to know those guys a little better. And it's just, you know, I'm sitting in 2019. I'm not even following high school football. And now, you know, I don't want this to come off as arrogant or anything because that's not what it's meant to be. It's just game days became something where a college will listen to us, you know, and we can be on any sideline we want at the college level. And to now see that kind of transition into the NFL, um, it's big. And just, you know, as personal for me, it's a big deal for me to get to do an NFL game. You know, like these guys that work with me, like a, a Wayne Grubbs, a Tommy Hayes, a, 
Freddie Beckworth, you know, the guys that helped me out of the college games, you know, I want to get them on an NFL sideline. You know, now that I've done it, I've experienced it. And, you know, like I'm excited about going to Green Bay, but, you know, maybe the next game I get scheduled to, I'm not as excited to go about. And I want these guys to experience that. And we've opened the door for that. And I want to see some of these people that have helped me along the way. I want to see them eat, you know, and it's really more about the experience for those guys. But, uh, you know, to have that door open to the NFL, um, it's been it's been a blessing, man. It's it's uh, I, I can't really put it into words. I know you've been on an MLB, uh, I guess, the the bench area during a game and all that. And it's just you can't explain the experience to someone that hasn't experienced it. Um, and it's just it's awesome. And, to, you know, to have, you know, major companies reach out wanting to use photos, like you said, with the car deal. Um, I mean, that would be, you know, that'd be something cool. You know, something my kids can be proud of down the road, you know? Um, the, the, so thing just, about doing, it's cool. the thing about doing professional, any professional games as people don't realize is there's such an extensive like background check and like all mm-hmm. the stuff that goes into it that not only is it proud for who you are, for who wants you to do things, but it's really like a buildup of life, right? Because one mm-hmm. wrong you know, childhood stupid thing or anything along the way, uh, wrong place, wrong time would have run all that because you, they, there's no drama on some of that stuff. Like they don't, they don't, you know, they, they could care less who takes the pictures or, you know, who's on the field for BP. Like there's just a little bit of kind of just research that goes into the human beings that are around these professional athletes. And, um, you know, it, it, it is kind of, it is definitely cool to know that, you know, you pass a lot of checks professionally and personally. So it is exciting anytime you get to do something with, with professionals involved. Yeah. I mean, just anybody that's at the top of their game in life or in sports and in our situation, it's just, it's a, it's a different experience, man. Like, you know, to know these guys personally that, you know, you used to four years ago, I used to watch them on TV and, I know, you know, so it, it's a cool experience and I'm hoping, you know, we get some guys from Longview, Texarkana, um, you know, the areas we cover, Maybe Landon being next, Nick Martin, uh, Clayton Smith. You know, see these guys playing in the NFL, and they, nothing would make me more happy than to go to an NFL game and Landon Jackson starting and hit a first, you know, the first picture of him on an NFL field. I mean, that, that would be an experience for me. Absolutely. And and you brought up Landon, which was something I wanted to pivot to. You, you've you know you've started this process of game day and it started about four years ago and since then there's been so many great athletes in Longview and Texarkana come through I mean not only some listed but a Damian Collins who went to Kentucky out of high school as a McDonald's All-American we've had uh, Taylor Tatum in, in Longview right now is the number one two running back in the country phenomenal athletes you come in at, a, at the right time with Pleasant Grove kind of just starting the, the train of, of state championships and, and the dominance that Coach Gibson those guys have had Coach Fincher takes it to another level in baseball, and then Coach Fowler takes it even further with, with some of the stuff they've done as, um, you know, kind of Cinderella story at times. And, and just, uh, you know, the, the Arklatex and, and everything that, that Coach Stanford's done with their back-to-back-to-back-to-back district championships, the, the area was was needed. The area needed a service like Texas County Game Day, right? the athletes, the coaches, a lot of stuff's top tier. Um, talk talk to me kind of about that. And then also, you know, what I do want to recognize is the one thing I hate for you, knowing you and knowing your situation, the love I have for you, you take a lot of unfair criticism as well. You know, people don't see the stuff behind the scenes. And, and I won't get into it because as professional 
people of our stature, you, you can't. But you know, there's been, you know, schools not pay you when they're under contract. They've they've broke contracts. They've they've done different things, and you've still shot games for them. You've never dogged them publicly. But then you have fans that you know bash you in the comments because you don't cover this school or you only do this school. You know, so take me through the run of the success that you know Liberty Ilo and, and all the things that they've done in Texas High and Arkansas. Pleasant Grove and, and surrounding those like, you know, what Coach Burwell's done right now with Hooks is a beast and, um, you know, just, just other sports in gen- or other schools in the area in general, all the way down to some of the unfair criticism as it is impossible to shoot every game every day. And it does take sponsors to do this and it takes cooperation from schools and, and visiting schools with, you know, Wi-Fi. I, I've been on you where we've shot games out of town, playoff games where, you know, the host aren't exactly excited that someone's doing something. And it, it does, it, it gives, you get all the negative comments and nobody knows how hard you fought to get stuff done. So take me through some of those, some of those areas that we just talked about. Yeah, man, you know, game day doesn't work if we don't have a great group of coaches in the area. Like, you know, um, I take care of those guys, uh, anything they need. I know they can call me and, you know, I'll make the phone calls to make that happen. That's any school in the area. I'll do it for Um and, you know, we were blessed right up right from the get-go. I mean, you know, I'm like, decide we're going to do game day, and I'm calling these schools, and nobody's calling me back. Josh Gibson calls me back. They go on to win state that year. Like, man, like, I'm good at promotion, you know, and I feel like, man, we killed it, you know, that year. And one of the issues with me personally, man, I wasn't financially in a position to, like, go big right off the bat because I had no idea it was going to be a thing. I, I like for me, I was like, man, at the end of the day, my marketing company's doing well, so I'll just fund it. And then if nothing else, we'll have fun, you know, and, you know, we we're lucky to have some sponsors come on that year with Dr. Young and State Bank and they stayed on. They've been great partners with us. And I look at them as partners at this point, not sponsors. Um, and then we start spreading out doing, you know, Texas High, Liberty Island, Arkansas High. Hooks has been big for us. The fan base over there is is great to us as is all the other schools, but man, it's just, sometimes you go places and like you said, maybe they're not ex- as excited, you know, maybe, um, it's hostile. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, at the end of the day, man, me, me and you, uh, me and you talk about this a lot. Um, if you're going to be successful, you're going to have criticism. And I've had to come to the point in my life and in my household and in my office, my business that deep down, if I know I d- I'm doing nothing wrong, I just have to, I have to be okay with people's opinions. Um, and, you know, like I don't talk about school business or, you know, if somebody is unhappy or this or that, I'm never going to do that publicly, you know, and a lot of people will go public with information like that, but I'm personally not going to do it, man. Like I try to understand everyone's point of views. You know, the issue is you can't make them understand your point of view. And I've learned, I don't even explain my point of view anymore. It's just, this is my decision. If a head coach asks me, yes, of course I'll explain it. But I'm not going to go explain myself on Facebook. I don't. I don't want to say I don't have to, but I've yet to have a situation where I felt like I needed to. And I know I'm doing things for the right reasons. And you know, it just it is what it is. You know, there's there's nothing I can do about it. Um, but you know, it, it is tough sometimes to bite your lip when you know for a fact you're you're not in the wrong. But um, well, we know. just saw it recently. Texas High was playing a road game. You wanted to shoot. You had contacted them. You had contacted said school. They were essentially – I'm not going to speak for anybody game day, but they were essentially un, uh, 
compromisable. They were un, you know, inviting of the situation. When you posted on Facebook that you couldn't shoot because of said locations and, and the setup, now they're calling the day before going, hey, let's make this right. Like, we want you to do the game. Yeah. And essentially not- that happens That happens so much, but you don't get on Facebook and always post it. And, and I hate that for you, man, as a friend, just that a lot of times you're 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 dealing with drama within a three sixty view and, and you're taking the high road and it, it, it sucks, you know, to watch it, but it is what it is sometimes. But Yeah, that was a rare situation where like, man, like they were so in the wrong that you know, wasting what wasting Doty's dang near entire day. And the thing with stuff like that is they won't say no, but they'll give you such bad options that you can't do it. You know, and and they did it to my Longview staff as well, like two weeks before. And it's just, it's just wrong, you know. I mean, we uh, – and a lot of it is, you know, Chase, is what we do, it's it's professional. Like, we're not going to put something bad on. We're going to do it to the best of our capabilities. And what that does is it puts a lot of these schools in a bad situation because they don't have game day. And really, all they got to do is call. All they got to do is call, and we can see if we can work it out. But they haven't done that. And it has nothing to do with that, them not doing it. But – our broadcast is so much better that they don't want their fans to see it. So a lot of it comes down to that. Um, and, you know, we have some partnerships in towns uh, that, you know, like for instance, Tiger Vision, PGTV, LETV over there with Ron, um, they do such a great job. A lot of this stuff's just completely student rant um, and it's, it's professional and it's good for the kids. Good for us. Good for the fans. Um, you know, I got some tricks up my sleeve coming down, coming down the line, hopefully in the future where, you know, it's, uh, it's always a goal to, to make it a, a bigger thing. You know, it's just, it's hard to top with what we're doing right now with the coverage. It's, it's just, we have so much coverage. Well, when you talked about Ron and some of these guys and Cam that just went to Queen City and, and there's other people kind of before my time, but the one thing that gets lost in transition is you, you have essentially been on the forefront of making the media side of Texarkana something to strive for. And and even when I was in school with Mr. A, I mean, Tiger Vision had been a huge focus. We had a lot more resources than everybody else at Texas High 10, 15 years ago. Now technology's caught up or even a school like Queen City needs a media department. And I'm not sure official titles, but, um, you know, you have several uh, – I don't know the correct term, student interns almost from different schools that will shoot pictures for you and you'll give, you know, um, opportunities to or, or, you know, just a way to grow their, you know, virtual resume. But you've actually been on the forefront of not only promoting the athletes, but, you know, also taking the technology and the production side of things and helping people kind of kind of start their dreams or kind of see their dreams at an earlier age, which has also been awesome for our city. Yeah, man, uh, we've been blessed. We've had uh, some great people help us out along the way. You know, you mentioned Cam. Uh, he's the audio video teacher at Queen City ISD. Uh, Cam's worked with me for years. I mean, he was at Phone Pros. He was sitting here at Phone Pros one day. Aaron Whitehead went and uh, took the Atlanta audio video job. And I'm like, hey, Cam, this is something I think you need to learn. I'm willing to take the time for you to learn it. You ain't got to learn it overnight. And, you know, here we are two or three years later, you know, and, uh, He's got a career down there in Atlanta. Um, you know, Ron worked over here. He, he's doing the same thing at Liberty Iowa. Um, you talk about Mr. A over at Tiger Vision, um, who's been great to us. You know, we have Zachary Doty working here with us. And he was one of his main kids when he was there. And uh, he's turned into a, a young man that I trust with my business. I mean, I can't 
overstate how much he does for game day. I mean, um, you know, I know people may or may not know me, but man, like he's he does as much or more um, for these kids. And, you know, he's behind all the streaming, all the streaming we do. I, I, I'm not going to say I have nothing to do with it, and I'm saying it, but he's the one that, that makes it happen. So these relationships with these student groups has, you know, it's been great. Um, you know, I even have Donovan Brown here. He came out of Redwater TV. So there are actual jobs for you to get now when you leave high school or intern during high school with us. And, um, and of course, we're growing. Uh, there's a couple of cities we're really eyeing to, to be in, and these guys are going to have great opportunities if they decide they want to move or stay. I mean, it'd be tough for me to see them leave Texarkana, but, um, you know, they're going to have their first choosing of what they want to do when we do open. Speaking of um, growing cities and potential, you know, networks and markets, if anybody's listening to this of, of one of our, what I pretend to hope are millions of listeners and they have interest in, in growing game day in that East Texas area, how would one go about getting in contact with you? Yeah, man, just, uh, you know, send us a message on our Facebook page or shoot me a text or email. Um, and, you know, I, I guess the easiest way to describe what we do, if you're listening and don't really know, we're like an ESPN for high school. Um, in Texarkana, we cover a big area. In Longview, we just do Longview High School. Um, and, you know, of course, they're a much larger school than the schools here, but um, we're like an ESPN for, for high school. Your kids get promoted like they're at a Division One program. Um, you know, your games are streamed professionally. Um, and at most time, of course, we would prefer school sponsor, but, you know, at most times it's it's – no cost at school. You, what you've done has been incredible. I'm extremely thankful for our friendship and the things you've done for me, but but we would all be in trouble and, and almost unjust if we didn't mention you have a beautiful business partner in Jennifer, your wife, who, who uh, at least thinks she runs the show. I don't know who really runs it, but Jennifer's very much in charge when, when she's around. You have some beautiful kids, um, you know, Stella and William and, and um, Walker. I'm missing one. Walker. Yeah. Don't know yeah. that Walker. No, I missed that. I apologize. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, it, a big, he's a big fan of yours. He's going to be unhappy. Yeah. It, well, Walker didn't believe that I owned the sticks, so just tell him it was somebody else. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm reading this whole magazine article where it's talking about William being due in January, so it kind of threw me off when I was thinking about how old this magazine is compared to William not being here when they wrote it. But nonetheless, let's, let's take a second to talk about Jennifer and all that she does and, and uh, Walker and, and William and um, Stella and, and obviously Stella's the athlete of the group. So I uh, just want to make sure they get their recognition because they play a huge part in all this as well. Yeah, man. Uh, so, you know, it's weird when you think back and like you meet people that are going to have an unbelievable impact on your life. You know, I can, I can remember back to when I met Jennifer, like the very night I met her, you know, and to, to push, to push forward, what, 18 years later, you know, three kids, um, you know, both of us, you know, when we were married, we had nothing, man. Like I, I was working at Renaissance Center when we got married, she was as a teller at a bank, you know, so we definitely didn't get married for money, you know, and, uh, you know, we're sitting here 18 years later, you know, beautiful home, three beautiful kids, I couldn't ask for a better life partner. Um, and, you know, it says a lot about someone when, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you know, you didn't start sticks with zero dollars in the bank. Um, so you have these big sways in finances. And for me to just, you know, wake up and be like, hey, because that's how kind of game day started. 
literally woke up in a day in July and was like, man, I, I think we could do this. And I start calling people, is this dumb? And you know, nobody tells you no. And all of a sudden, here goes your life savings. Let's sink it in and see what happens. And, you know, it takes a special kind of person to believe in you that much to, you know, hey, all right, you can risk everything if you think it's going to work. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, she believes in me. And, of course, I believe in her. And, you know, she's doing great things in her career. And um, just it's – I got extremely lucky. We'll say that. Well, for people like you and I that got extremely lucky with our life partners, it's a lot better life, I promise you. It's a lot easier, especially as entrepreneurs. So we we love Jennifer and the kids as well. I um, mean, we love Walker the most, or I do. I don't know if dad and mom do. But Walker, if you do this, I'm excited for you to play for the sticks one day, and we'll, we'll make sure that you're on a good team since I, I forgot your name momentarily. I apologize about that. I want to wrap this up by saying uh, you're never afraid to fail, essentially, because everything you've done has been a huge risk um, ever, ever since you left Verizon. It may be before then, but, you know, phone pros and TSK marketing and game day, and you've done things. You've had different shows. Your, your wife's had a show on game day, the couch. Now you have um, sideline. Is that what y'all do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you're always in the market for new shows. You're, uh, you've done a Texture Canada magazine, which is phenomenal, and people don't realize the work that goes in behind it. And, um, you know, you, you're just always inventing yourself, and I know you got some new things in the works. Let's kind of talk a little bit about how scary it is at times to to have these ideas and take it from idea to creation, from creation to, to profit, essentially, or, or at least break even. We don't do anything, hopefully, to lose money. Um, but just anybody out there thinking about starting their own job or being an entrepreneur, or maybe they have a business and they're thinking about expanding into a different sector like you did with the magazine, kind of kind of give this some advice and, uh, you know, kind of kind of your mindset on things as you reach out to new journeys every day. Yeah, I think the main thing with it uh, is to be honest with yourself. Um, you know, I, I fail all the time. Um, I do things at this point in my career where I know I'm going to lose money and I do them anyway because it's the right thing to do. That's very difficult to do when you're starting out. Um, and, you know, I mentioned some guys earlier like Dr. Young and, you know, Joe at State Bank. Uh, they've been great guidance for me um, in my career. And that's a lot of things I learned from them, you know, like, and you, there's no way you've not done this. I mean, you've done things knowing it has no benefit to you at all, but it's the right thing to do. And you're the one that's going to have to pay for it. Um, and it's very difficult to do starting a business that way. Um, I was very lucky where I was able to, to do things like that because game day, I never, it didn't profit for 10 months or 11 months. One of the two, um, sat here and cost money every month, but it was worth it to me. You know, I mean, it was, it was a great publicity for, for at least our marketing company. And, but the main thing I would say that I've always kind of tell other people, man, like you can talk about it or you can be about it. And there's a lot of people that talk about it. Very few people are about it. Um, and I know that's making that very short and you want to make sound financial decisions. And I can't honestly say game day was thought through. Like people want to, you know, man, what all went into starting this and this and that. And like, it wasn't like I had some big business plan. Like I was just in a position at the time where I woke up, it was something I wanted to do. And then we had some, some business leaders in the areas like, you know what? Like, yeah, man, let's do this. Um, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And it, it just worked out. I wouldn't maybe recommend doing that to anyone else, but, um, you know, anything that's 
going to be successful is, you know, worth taking a, a significant loss on. And, uh, you know, I don't know what you spent to start sticks up, but, you know, your sweat equity in it is never going to match your financial, what you put in it. You know what I mean? Like uh, people don't realize, I don't think people would complain or say anything negative ever if they understood how much work we spend on these kids and how much money it costs to do what we do. Um, if they the phone un- calls and the emails and yeah. the... Like I'm, I'm never not working. You know, I may, I may be at my house Saturday watching football, but I'm watching football for a different reason than you're watching football. Um, It's my job to watch football. It's my job to keep up with these guys. Like I can't trust ESPN, Fox Southwest, CBS are going to do right by Landon Jackson. I can't trust they're going to do right by Nick Martin. I have to do the work. Um, those kids made a commitment to me. I mean, you know, like early on in our career, like, man, like that, it doesn't work if they're not sharing our content, if they're not excited about it. And, you know, I'm going to follow them till they're done playing football and then some, you know? Um, and that's what my guys do. Like we're, we're, we watch sports professionally now, you know what I mean? Like I, I have to know what's going on. And when you're doing that, it's not near as fun, obviously, but with the personal relationships, you know, it's, it, it's great to see these guys go on and do, great things and we're able to follow them and keep up with them and keep our community informed of like, Hey, these, these guys and girls have went on to do great things. Um, and we'll, we'll cover them outside of sports, you know, but like, these are names you remember and here's what they're doing now. So we talked about not being afraid to fail and advice for entrepreneurs. When you think of Morgan Smith, the entrepreneur, what's next for you without giving away too much of, uh, you know, stuff that people don't need to know about what's next on your agenda or your wish list or, What's yeah, next you know, for you? Of course, I'd like to expand game day, you know, south and east of Texarkana. Um, I'd like to get into, you know, maybe like a Tyler Market area. Um, you know, maybe even as close as something like a Mount Pleasant. Um, you know, game day is a really unique business and it requires great partners in the community. Um, and, you know, that's kind of game day is like my thing right now. It's really what I enjoy doing. Uh, it's a passion of mine. So, of course, it's easy to want to make it a career, um, you know, but as just an entrepreneur, you know, you're always looking for something here and there. There are some things I'd like to maybe get into. Um, you know, I'm kind of getting to that point in my life about to be 40 years old next year. And, um, you start looking at what are some opportunities that you may want to get into to, you know, to last you into your golden years, I guess. But, you know, I gotta, I gotta think about the wife and all that. And if I'm gone, her being taken care of and, um, you know, you know, if I were to, pass away tomorrow you know i know we have some capable people to run game day now you know but i don't know if anybody's as passionate about as i am because man like i've lived it you know like it's my baby you know what i mean so i guess to answer your question man i I don't know you know i I, uh just expansion and uh, always looking to add different you know verticals and you know see what sticks what sticks is the sticks there's your bumper sticker for this episode I like to end every. I like to, I like to end every podcast by what I call five moments of truth. Uh, these are five questions you can answer as long or as short-winded as you would like to each one. But my first question is: Give me the best advice you've ever received, and who you received it from. Um, man, that is a great question. Uh, you know, my dad's had the biggest impact. You know, on my probably my life, but definitely my uh, entrepreneurial career because he's an entrepreneur. My mom is an entrepreneur as well, both very successful in our own lives. Um, I don't know that 
he's just said something to me that's, you know, made me, like is always going to stick with me. But there are certain things he did um, throughout my childhood that I've always watched, you know. And um, one of the things – I say I don't remember, but one of the things he taught me is to be a big picture person. He was in uh, – or still is in – uh, you know, buying and selling homes and, you know, building neighborhoods, things like that. And he told me one time when I look at a, a, a lot full of trees, I see a home sitting there, I see a family, and I can see big picture. Uh, you know, you can't look at what's just right in front of you at the time. So, I, you know, I'd say Wayne Smith, my dad, um, taught me to be a big picture person and something stuck with me. Well, Wayne was obviously a huge influence on you, and that takes me into question number two. You can use Wayne again if you want to, or you could give us another answer when you choose, but give me the biggest mentor on your life, either personally or professionally. Uh, you know, man, I've had some great mentors, Jason, and you're one of them. I think we both learned from, from each other. Um, you know, professionally, Nobody has taught me more or done more for me personally when they didn't have to than, you know, Dr. Mignon. Um, and I just, I look at the stuff he does and it's like, man, like, I, you know, I would like to be him one day, you know? Um, and he's just, he does great things in our community. And, you know, like we are not a big business and we probably sponsor and give more money than Jennifer and I should or can anyway um, to stuff in our area. But, you know, a lot of that comes from like, man, like this is what you do when community is good to you. Yeah, Dr. Young's definitely the man and one of the uh, distinguished alumni of Texas High and somebody we all look up to as Texas High alumni. And as just lovers of Texarkana, we appreciate everything Dr. Young's done for everybody. So uh, this this question, you know, we ask every every guest the same question. This is a little tricky for you, but I'm just going to ask the question. You run with it how you want. Give me the next up-and-coming young person in your profession. It's tough because we do so much. Um, we have the reporting side. You have the streaming side. You have the photography side. Somebody who I'm really excited to see where life takes them. I got two people. Let's do this. Um, on the, on the let's say, the content side, I'm really excited to see what Jackson Haltom does with his life. Um, you know, he, he did a bunch of stuff at Texas High. He's at Texas A&M right now. He's on the sidelines as a freshman shooting. He's already linked in with the basketball team. I'm really excited for him because he's so creative. I'm excited to see what he does in his career. I think he can be special. Um, and then John Thomas Borowitz, valedictorian at Texas High last year, at Harvard right now. If I've ever met someone who could be president one day, I think it's him. And, like, I, I mean that. Um I'm really excited to see what he does with his life. I will be keeping up with him every step of the way. I'm a huge fan, and there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be unbelievably successful. So I don't, I don't know John Thomas at all, but for some reason it just came over me that I, when he was named valedictorian, I just sent him a text. Like reached out to Billy Lavender. I think they're related. I'm like, hey, can I get John Thomas' number? He's like, what do you do wrong? I'm like, nothing. Like, it's impressive. Like, just I yes. don't know him. Like, just it's impressive from social media. Like, just. He, this is a this is an eighteen year old, forty year old man essentially, exactly, um, and f extremely professional and something you know somebody I can learn from, and I'm twenty years older than him. And, and I mean, it, it's weird that we're double his age, and like I find myself following. Like you can look up to him. I mean, he is oh, a yeah. 
like I've never met anyone in my life. I'm just this impressed with at a young age. And it's just, wow. man, if he stays on this trajectory, which you know, he's going to, I was in Boston with Jennifer. Uh, we went to Salem. Um, and I, I forgot Harvard was in Boston. I was like, well, we got to go see John Thomas, but he happened to be heading to Austin the same day to go to the UT game. Um, and like, I cannot say enough. Nice. Like y'all need to get right, go right now, go to game day's Instagram or Facebook, follow John Thomas, find him on the people that we follow and just start keeping up with it. Like this kid is going to do something extremely special with his life. It's awesome. And obviously, you know, them being a Texas graduate, it's a side to see because there's been some, you know, there, there's been some, you know, Ross Perot's of the world and mm-hmm. some other guys. And, you know, he's a long way away from, from being in there, but he's, uh, you know, he's, he's got star written all over. We love John Thomas and, um, you know, he's, he's the man. So number four, give me your personal and professional goals for the rest of 23 and 24. Uh, of course, we want to finish out the football season strong, man. We, we have three teams. I, I, I have four teams total, like Longview's ranked number two in the state. PG's ranked number three. Texas High's ranked number four. Hooks is ranked number three or four in the state. We got teams that can go play for a state championship in Texas, and you know how big of a deal that is. So, till December 16th, 17th, man, I'm all, you know, all in on these Fridays and Saturdays. Um, you know, of course, I have some NFL stuff coming up. I, I got to make an Arkansas game to go see uh, – to go see Landon play in person. I'm going to go to the Oklahoma State Houston game at Houston. We got some players that uh, you want to go see Nick Martin play. Uh, want to go see uh, Xavier play, and then on the Houston side, we have one of the be a top ten pick next year, Patrick Paul. We need to go down there and you know keep keep a great relationship with him. See him. Um, we'll be covering him when he's in the NFL. Uh, and then you know, man, after that, we're probably going to take the rest of December off. Um, I may have have an NFL game here or there, or maybe a bowl game. You know, I'm sure I'll do the Big 12 championship at uh, AT&T. Um, but, man, I, after football, we everybody in this building, we take some time off. And we come back in January and, you know, get ready to do it all over again with basketball. And then, you know, baseball is such a big thing in our area. You know, we've got to start planning for it immediately. And hopefully we'll have some teams this year in baseball that will make a run. Hopefully, um, you know, Texas High's young group is – Starting to grow up a little bit with with uh, Jacob Yao and Knoxville Green and Worth McMillan and all those guys and Tanner Ross is finally a senior and uh, Ralph Rout and, and all those guys and then obviously um, PG's got everybody back right and, and some yeah. of those guys are a year older and a year stronger and, and Zach Zach and them will reload like always and uh, Arkansas High lost a lot of good players but Trent does an awesome job over there so hopefully. Hopefully, you know, hopefully somebody, if not multiple, will win a state championship in football, and then hopefully there'll be some teams knocking on the door in baseball to, to make a run as well is what we hope. And, uh, you know, hopefully Genoa, you know, Genoa went like 29-2 last year, so hopefully they'll, Coach Hudson, those guys will make a run in baseball as well uh, again. So awesome. Unfortunately, I don't know if anybody's going to make a run in basketball. Not really my expertise, but hopefully oh. there'll be a t- team or two make a run in yeah, Hooks made it to the Final Four last year. We followed them down to State, San Antonio. Um, they're they're loaded again. We'll see what happens. Do a lot of those Hooks basketball guys play football? I think almost – I would imagine all of them do. That's probably why they're so good in both. Special yep. special group of kids. Coach Coach Burwell's got over there and really proud of how Rip's playing right now. He's His completion rate's off, off uh, percentage yeah, I, is I, unbelievable right I, now. I, you might not have ever heard me say it, but I watched him play a Little League game. Um, years ago in New Boston, Texas, and I remember saying he's the best Little League quarterback I've ever seen in my life. 
and to watch him turn into this, you know, it's just unbelievable. I felt bad. I sent Rip a text, and I was like, hey, I just want you to know I'm really proud of you. Like, I, I had no idea you could throw it that well. When I read it back, I thought, you know, he sent me something nice, bad. But when I read it back, I thought, something like, that's not really what I was trying to say. What I'm trying to say is you're you're a 16-year-old linebacker playing quarterback, and it's extremely impressive. And, um, you know, I was, I was really trying to compliment him. It kind of weird, which is the story of my life, I guess. But uh, to see what he you, – you normally don't see quarterbacks that are so good defensively. You know, you yeah. see him in the – in the shotgun, hand it off a bunch, run people over, you know. Uh, but what he's been able to do for those guys is impressive with a huge injury. And uh, we know that, that Coach Burr will have those guys ready for the playoffs. We'll end it like this. You can be as long-winded or, or short on this one as you want. It's an open-ended question. We started this podcast to be a part of change. And I know you believe in change. Your family's huge in the community. Your, your businesses are huge in the community. Um, you know, we, we – me personally, and I, and I like to thank all my friends, my, my circle, you know, we want to leave this thing better than we found it. And we, we want to, you know, we want to motivate, we want to inspire, uh, you know, we, we want to, to be a part of the, 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 the fixture of the generation under us and leave everything better than we found it. So how can we, uh, you know, on the sports side, on the production side, on, on just the side of life, leave this thing better uh, for the people underneath, uh, underneath us coming through? You know, when I talk to um, potential businesses that want to come on like i tell them up front i'm like hey guys like you you can't quantify this like no matter what you pay me i can't look you in the eye and say hey this is gonna increase your sales or this or that because man you just it's one of the things you don't know but here's what i do know um we have colleges contact us all the time hey what do you got in this area we have colleges watching our our football basketball baseball games all the time i know you're a big fan of coach cal he watched damien on game we would communicate with kentucky like, hey, is this game going to be on? Is this game going to be on? They would watch. The same thing happens with football. And, you know, you got like a Clayton Smith. We can't help Clayton Smith. Clayton Smith was a five-star player. He's going to go no matter what. You know, it's those Division two guys that maybe don't have a, a ton of film. Let's say they are they make some plays, but, you know, they, they don't have a ton of huddle stuff. They can be seen on game day. Like, you know, we're we're right there. We're, we're in with these colleges. Kid, your money is sending kids to college, and we see it in multiple ways. For instance, uh, Long Beach had a player last year that may have gotten drafted. We were contacted by the MLB Network. Hey, can you send us this and this and this on this kid? So if he gets drafted, we have this content for him. Absolutely. University of Kentucky has every film we've ever had of Damian Collins. LSU now. LSU has every every video clip we've ever had of Damian Collins. Same thing with Landon, Nick, um, all the future athletes that are coming out, like – they have we have all this content that we give out and it's just we're making I'm hoping we're making an impact on these on these athletes that last longer than the two, three, four years they get with us, man. Like they're 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 going to college, they're getting college degrees, and they have to be a good athlete. That has nothing to do with us. But the exposure level they're getting, because it's a lot easier for a college to show up in Dallas, Austin or Houston and find a division two player. Division two players, I'm not gonna say they're diamond dozen, but there's a lot of them. And you can stay in Dallas and get, you know, fill your roster. And a lot of people don't want to drive three hours out here to Texarkana. So they don't have to. Or anymore. anywhere in East With, Texas. Right. They don't have to anymore, man. Like, hey, we got whatever you need. Um, and so kids are, and a lot of these, you know, the coaches are doing their job. You know, Texas IPG, they do a great job at getting these kids, you know, seen. But a lot of that's, that being seen is coming from the exposure we're giving. So, 
um, you know, that's my, if I'm making change, that's how I want to make change. Um, something I'm passionate about my guys are. So, uh, we want to see these kids do well in life and leave, go to college, um, use athletics as a tool to, to get your degree and, um, hopefully come back to Texarkana and do great things themselves. Well, when you invest in people in the community, they hopefully will then return and invest in more people. Uh, and even when they go outside of the community, you know, I look at somebody like Glenn Smith, who's been so good to both of us. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't live here anymore, but you would never know it because he's got his hand on everything. And, yeah. um, you know, just, just if you help the youth, then the youth will in turn help help the community as well, and it'll just all be a better place, man. So, you know, I'm extremely, extremely thankful for our friendship. I'm extremely thankful for you coming on the podcast and help tell your story. Uh, me and my wife, man, we love you and Jennifer and the kids and look forward to very, very um, many more lunch conversations and, and family trips and all those things, man. And you know, as well as anybody, if we can ever be of any help, to please let us know. But from the bottom of our heart, from, from my household and from everybody who sticks baseball, we appreciate everything you do for our athletes. Uh, it's a thankless job at times, man, but we really thank you and we appreciate everything you do for not only sticks baseball, but also everybody in Texas. Man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me on, man. Well, hopefully it wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, hopefully this will get millions of views is what I'm eager enough to hope. And uh, hopefully, hopefully somebody uh, tomorrow will know more about Morgan Smith and Texas County game day than they did today. And that's all we could ask for, Coach. But I appreciate you. Uh, I call you Coach because you might as well be one. But I appreciate you uh, coming on today again, telling your story, man. And we uh, we look forward to seeing all the good things you guys are going to do in the playoffs and uh, look forward to, to seeing everything in basketball and baseball this coming season with game day. And, again, if we could ever help, please let us know. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. Huh? He conducted himself like a knucklehead.